Welcome to the Wandiology podcast where we learn and demystify astrology as a tool to gain a deeper understanding of our energetic signatures and our interactions with the world. Today we're getting into Libra through the houses and naturally like if you wa- if you've watched the other episodes I've explained what the houses are. So for the food so just go watch, right? <laughs> but yes, I'll get right into the first house so libra in the first this is all my libra risings and the first house is the house of um the body your appearance right your identity um who are you right and we talked about libra being about beauty aesthetics art right so these are most likely people who are known for being just beautiful um they're known for having great aesthetics they're known for being um peaceful harmonious this is do i not liberalizing yes tess tess is a tess is my sister she's a liberalizing and um she's very much first of all she's a creative um she's a painter but that is like an ode to her leo placements but i do feel like deeply her liberalizing comes off as being a very just person. Tess is not the kind of person who will enable me if I'm having bad behavior or bad habits, right? She'll be the person who is just like, um, one day here is where you went wrong um, and here is where you need to self-correct or whatever. She's very just. Um, she also has this tactful way of giving you terrible news or te- telling you something terrible which she rarely does so i'm just feeling like this is someone who is diplomatic as well um and i'm just thinking a beautiful person an elegant person someone with great taste great aesthetic taste right um could also manifest as someone who is indecisive who is passive right um so that is something i think you guys can work on then moving on to the second house which is the house of finances the house of value right what do we value what are our assets right and so it's also like the ways in which we make money so when you think about libra energy how can someone with libra in the second um make money right or what is a value system so this is someone who probably is making money through diplomacy maybe they're a diplomat maybe they're a beautician maybe they're an artist right maybe they're even a singer right um yes so this is someone who also makes how they make money is heavily tied to justice and fairness so these are people probably in the law right um and the out here being lawmakers and things of a sort so um moving on to libra in the third house the third house is the house that rules over communication it rules over siblings it rules over your local community right so when you think about libra here libras can be very charming actually even people with libra in the in the first house tend to be very very charming 
and very graceful and social and intelligent. So these are people probably with a lot of friends, like those people who make friends in different friend groups. <laughs> these are Libra risings, but also having Libra in the third gives a very charming communicator. It gives you someone who is a sweet talker, right? Um, someone who even within the local community is known for being beautiful, for having great aesthetics, for having great taste and things of the sort. Um, this could also be someone who writes about beauty and aesthetics and writes about art, writes about laws, writes about policies that are being made, um, writes about justice, right? Um, yes, or talks about all these things. Yeah. Um, also looking at the relationships with the siblings, um, you could have some someone who is very maybe passive with their siblings or fair. Yeah, you have to look at it in both ways. Um, where there's fairness, there's harmony. There could also be a tendency to be passive, right? So in relation to their siblings, these are how those relationships can manifest. Then moving on to the fourth house, which is a house of foundations um stability the home like how is your home life um how is your relationship with your parents right how is your relationship with your home how do you curate your home and this sounds to me like someone who um it gravitates towards like beauty within the home right so probably um someone with libra in the fourth will have art in the homes um or a beauty space in their homes or even like makeup everywhere or things of the sort or art everywhere then this could give you someone who is very what is it the relationship with their parents right so what does that relationship look like is it passive is it harmonious is it just is it fair yeah these are the questions so um, you have to look at it as possibilities, right? There's so many like angles to look at one person. And so Libra in the fourth could manifest as any of this, right? So it's just not one. Um, and I feel like within the home life, these people could also be passive, right? They're passive about things within the home. It's like the other person who they're living with or their parents, they have to make the decisions, right? And not them, right? So you can look out for things like that. Then moving on to Libra in the fifth house. The fifth house has to do with creativity. It has to do with fun, dating. It has to do even with children, not necessarily your own, but just children in general. So how do you relate to kids, right? Um, how do you relate to dating and fun, right? And so when you pair this with Libra energy, Libra energy is very much about commitment, right? Rather than just dating. But when you bring Libra energy in the fifth, it could manifest as someone kind of like overextending the, the resources with dating partners, 
right so probably you've met someone and you're dating and you're already thinking about marrying them and committing to them and stuff of the sort so you have to be very cautious about conflating the two because the fifth house is about just dating the seventh house which is which correlates to libra is what is about relationships right actually coming together and meeting someone and committing to a goal but here we're having fun so i feel like libra energy can do really well here in terms of libra and loving aesthetics and beauty and the fifth house being about creativity so how can you match the two right so do you do beauty like things for fun right do you do art for fun just to be creative right even will mean monetizing it because you have to remember libra venus money finances as well so this could be someone who is making money even through art through beauty just like in the second house um through being a policy maker being involved with the law right um think about also people in environmental law right like my friend from before who um is an ecologist muthoni and um they have libra in the fifth if i'm not wrong a whole stellium of <laughs> of libra energy in the fifth and like they love the environment and taking care of it and talking about it so think along those lines moving on to libra in the sixth house the sixth house is to do with um duty service health and your daily job like what do you do for work every day how is the relationship with your coworkers right so here you have to look out for passivity the thing with libra energy is being passive you need to know where to be passive and where not to be passive right and so when it comes to matters of health and self improvement you cannot be passive you have to be aggressive about your health figuring out the nitty gritty and the details of things and that's something actually libras can be good at is just like really dissecting a situation and look at looking at it keenly but um you have to look out for being passive with your health matters um being passive even at work at your job how you relate with your coworkers um on the flip side this could be someone who is very harmonious even within their work environment they're well loved they're sociable um their work environment could involve beauty art aesthetics it could involve something to do with the law right um just somewhere where you're bringing in harmony and justice right then um moving on to libra in the 7th which is where it's very comfortable because the 7th house is about relationships so it's about partnerships let me put it like that so whether it's romantic partnerships or business partnerships and libra energy is very suited for this because libra is seeking out the other libra is seeking out harmony right and what better place to practice that than an actual partnership where two people or more are coming together right to form a goal the thing to look out here for again is passivity 
passive aggression within relationships, right? Not addressing things. Um, Libras have this tendency to wait and wait and wait for the feelings to simmer. And they call it patience, but it's not, right? It is not patience. It's passivity. It's passive aggression. And the minute it's reached a boiling point, they do things that you can't even think of you're like okay where was this energy because throughout they'll be so nice and they're so charming and they're like they're still buying you gifts and they're doing all these things but the minute they're just ticked off by one little thing and they're like okay this is it this is that point and i want you to really like think about that having libra in the seventh and having just libra energy in general Stop, like, <laughs> stop with the passivity. It'll never get you anywhere. In fact, don't be scared to make people angry. Stop being so scared of conflict because there is such a thing as safe conflict. All right. And, oh my God, if I could just drill this into their heads, like as an Aries dominant person who also has Libra placements. So I constantly am battling between that axis in fact i have three three placements <laughs> three placements um aries and then three libra so i'm constantly just always back and forth where should i people please where should i use tact where should i not where should i be standing up for myself right so libra in the seventh make sure that in your relationships be it romantic or business there is reciprocity that's the word i want you to start incorporating reciprocity and boundaries right so libra in the eighth house the eighth house has to do with intimacy it has to do with sex it has to do with things that are taboo it has to do with death and rebirth so very deep transformation right this is the house of merging right so you've met someone in the seventh house but then in the eighth house you have to merge right you have to merge your assets you have to merge your bodies you have to merge so um when i think about libra here i think about um creating intimacy what does creating intimacy require creating intimacy require um safe spaces requires safe spaces for conflict right think about it if you want to build true intimacy with someone you cannot be passive about it okay you have to address things as they are this cannot be a space where um passive aggression is the name of the game it can't because that will just create blocks in this intimacy right and that's why sex and intimacy are so closely linked because it's like if you really want to have like earth shattering mind blowing sex i am not kidding and this is the reason why a lot of women cannot climax because with the way we're socialized women are socialized to be very like we're always unearthing and introspecting and trying to create intimacy within ourselves right but then you have sometimes with the way men are socialized to just be very instant gratification right like if it's not fast then i wouldn't take my time with this but i'm telling you 
if you want to achieve true intimacy and really enjoy being with someone merging truly merging with someone yeah you have to let go of those inhibitions let go of the passivity and don't be scared of true vulnerability libras libra in the eighth can have a fear of um a fear of kind of how do i put it i don't want to say a fear of intimacy but when you have the shadow energy of libra it can feel very superficial and it's very hard to create depth when you're in your superficial state right because these are things that take time and remember what we said about saturn time and saturn doing very well in libra right because there is there is the potential to create actual harmony and when you think about the eighth house being about intimacy that's what you want but the way to get there is not being avoidant it's actually being more involved even in the conflict <laughs> even in the shit that makes you want to run away and never go back yeah yes so moving on to house number nine which is the house that rules over rule, rules over um philosophy it rules over higher education it rules over long distance travel it rules over cross-cultural relations right um and having libra here is um probably someone who um seeks higher education um maybe they go and learn about beauty or art or aesthetics or even the law right like people who are pursuing law abroad right um also thinking about having very graceful and beautiful and like elegant interactions with people outside of your cultures right um also forming relationships that are harmonious with these people unions even could be marriages could be business partnerships with people who are not from your culture right um thinking about the ninth house and it also being the house that rules of a mental pursuits um you have to think about libra and the intelligence part of libra because i feel like people really forget that part like libras are highly intelligent especially social intelligence like these people know and that's why they acclimatize to any social environment because they know how to read the room they know they can anticipate people's needs and that's where the people pleaser thing comes from because they will meet you for example one day and you love astrology and they will talk your ear off and then they'll meet someone else who loves philosophy they'll talk your ear off and that's one thing i really admire about them is how they can just be social chameleons so moving on to libra in the 10th the 10th house is the house that rules over public reputation legacy career right what are you widely known for right so i think about libra here and people who are known for being lawyers right people who are known for being beauticians or being beautiful i think about like supermodels people who are known for their art or aesthetics 
um this makes me think about that dude who dresses up really nicely like differently but he also gives me aquarius vibes i think he's called wisdom or something wisdom k or something um but yeah makes me think of him like he's widely known for just like his wardrobe and how he puts together his his like his grooming rather right so libra in the 10th being what you're publicly known for could be known for your social graces your beauty your elegance the way you speak um could mean known for um like striving for justice even within the community so humanitarian causes a lot of libras i know um are in the activism spaces right just always fighting for people's rights and things of the sort so it could be widely known for that as well with libra in the 10th um moving on to libra in the 11th the 11th house is the house that rules over friend groups um actual humanitarianism um it rules over activism it rules over social groups as well and also your hopes and dreams right um this is where you can meet people in the 11th house that really catapult your life in ways like that really support your dreams and when i think of libra in the 11th this is just someone who is known for having friends being charming like having a large social group um always being involved in social causes and actually being an act- activist fits even here because the 11th house is about humanitarianism so um the people who are constantly fighting for the marginalized groups right um the 11th house could also um give you an insight onto how you relate with your friends and your friend groups so again with libra energy you have to think about the shadow side which is are you passive aggressive with your friends right do you speak up for yourself within your friend groups um because this can be very good energy when you're speaking up for others but how do you speak up for yourself within your friend groups are you scared to to <laughs> actually stand on business <laughs> I feel like Libras are usually just neutral like I can see all perspectives fine but some situations call for actually picking a side there's such a thing in reality as right and wrong in situations yeah in situations there is such a thing so you cannot be here with Jeffrey Dahmer and you're still telling me you see perspective of Jeffrey Dahmer like you fine see it but you'll be seeing it as a slit in your throat is my point so um yeah just st- sorry for getting dark but yes i i need you guys to really start standing on business because i feel like that's the way to true harmony and um yeah so that takes us to the final house which is the 12th house which is the house of the subconscious the hidden things it's the house of kind of isolation where do you go to be isolated it rules over prisons it rules over mental health and mental health institutions the 12th house is what is hidden from you right and so with libra energy what is hidden from you so this could look like the things that you like to do in secret or what you're hiding from other people as well like um 
maybe like you secretly like doing makeup right and in an age where men are so like they can't even express themselves or wear color maybe you in your room you're there doing bruce jenner shit and that's okay and that's fine it's a safe space uh maybe secretly you're very into beauty and art and aesthetics you um are a harmonious person um a lot of people i've met with libra in the 12 are just very they have very dark impulses <laughs> but they're the most centered some of the most centered people i've ever met because they know how to stay within the energy right um so things that are hidden from you could be your passive aggression right you think about the shadow side of libra what is it that is being hidden from you codependency right um what else could be hidden from you injustice right um so here is where you have to do extra work this is the house like where you have to do shadow work because um according to the sign it's in that's kind of like it can give you a feel of where you can start your shadow work right so are you superficial is that hidden from you are you low-key vain are you secretly vain you know are you secretly looking at people and you're being like oh that's an ugly bitch and <laughs> you know and so it's just those kinds of things where you have to unearth yourself you have to constantly do that shadow work and think oh how could this energy be manifesting right and at the end of the day where am i self-betraying libra energy that is the that is the question of the century where am i letting myself go right so yes um that brings us to the end of libra through the houses and um you can find me on at wandiology on all social media and you can find the podcast on the wandiology podcast on youtube spotify and apple podcasts and it was so lovely getting into Libras and calling you out and giving you your flowers um, because you guys have enormous potential, but with great heights. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the fall is still as great. So I want you guys to remember to always put yourselves first and I'll see you in the next episode, which is the Scorpio archetype. Bye, loves.